When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Kerry Price made his return Friday night to the Bell Center. He made 17 saves in a loss, 3-0 to the Islanders. And people are going to say, well, he lost. Well, unless he could score goals, what else is he supposed to do? He's not going to play at the Worlds, he doesn't think. But he never has, and uh, so he, he'd consider it. There's a lot of good goalies out there, yeah. but there's only one Kerry Price. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody, it's me, the champ. Welcome <laughs> to the RP Show on this Wednesday, April the 20th. I heard the moose giggling. Did you hear the moose giggling? Let's bring him in, the lovely and talented co-host and owner of uh, the RP Show. What's up, moose? That was, that was spot on. The champ here. Hey, everybody, it's me, the champ. I got a lot of imitations I can do. That's pretty good. We're live on Game Plus Television all across Canada. And on uh, television in 31 U.S. states and live on YouTube as well. And we're coming to you from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. It's Orange Day, I guess. Uh, I didn't know until he walked through the doors. I'm like, Moose, we look color-coordinated today. How about that? I know. No planning here. Nope. I, think that, I think that would shock our viewers that there's no planning on this show. <laughs> on <it>. right. <laughs> hey, it's going to be... A ton of fun today. I'm going to break with tradition a little bit, and in a moment you're going to see why. Our guests are the great Sam Cosentino from uh, Rogers Sportsnet Toronto, uh, the whitest teeth in broadcasting, and a longtime buddy of mine. We're going to be talking NHL, Leafs, CHL, and some Blue Jays, because Sammy's a baseball guy first. Not many people know that. Right. Did you know that his first job was clubhouse towel boy for the Blue Jays? Only through That's... the show. Yeah. But, yeah, I did not know that. So before. Sammy's going to be with us in hour one. In hour two, the <clears throat> ageless, the Tiger Woods of curling, Ben Hebert is going to be with us from Team Botcher. <laughs> How about that? So uh, Meat that? is going to be with us. In hour two, and then very interesting guest, Byron Smith is going to be with us. This guy's climbed the seven highest summit mountains in the world and Mount Everest twice. So I would think, and he lives here, Byron Smith, and I thank our guy Jack for lining this interview up. I'm, I'm not thinking that this is going to be enough time to get through this interview with him today, but I just feel like he's going to look at these Rocky Mountains out here and just say, oh, this is, that's nothing. That's mole hills. <laughs> that's training. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. Uh, that's batting practice. So he's coming up, and uh, yeah, can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> Back's getting a little sore already. That's not a good sign. I'll get to your comments in the chat in a moment, but now it's me and Moose time. And um, I'm going to fly through this, and then I want to talk about that study that 
the top 10 most reputable sports franchises in Canada by the Leger Poll Company. Not some Rudy Pooh company, some poll company. I, I say Leger's number one. Angus Reid polls number two. Yeah. Ipsos is up there. Yeah. But yeah, so I know that y'all just went, huh? You want to hear it? So we'll get to that. But number one, I'm opening with the NHL. And I'm not going through all the games because it takes too long. And you can watch SportsCenter for that. But the key ones, Vancouver's six-game winning streak is over. Adam Gaudet scored the winner in the fifth round of the shootout to give Ottawa a 4-3 victory over the Canucks on Tuesday. Matt Duchesne scored his 40th goal of the season in Nashville's 3-2 win over Calgary. If the playoffs open today, it's Flames Predators, don't yeah. you know? And Nashville won last night against Calgary. Michael uh, Granlin had the only goal of the shootout for the Preds. Uh, make it four straight wins for the surging Toronto Maple Leafs. Wee Willie Nylander scored his 32nd goal of the season in a 5-2 victory over Philadelphia. Toronto has one regulation loss in its last 13 games. And the New York Rangers blanked the Winnipeg Jets 3-0. And Minnesota shut out Montreal 2-0. Our hockey fans across Canada and our hockey fans in the States are really going to get down with this warm-up because there's a lot of hockey talk in it. But I had a friend from Florida write me last night. He's very excited about the Leafs, his Leafs, because he said, hey, the bad goaltending on the Leafs has been a blessing in disguise. Because it's Corey's his name, by the way, my buddy. And he said, uh, now the Leafs know they got to score five goals or more to win. It's the best thing for them. They're playing a better team game. I said, oh, you poor little. I said, there's not a recipe for playoff success, but if you believe it, great. And he says he's just hoping the Leafs can go two rounds. How do you feel about my friend Corey in Florida's take on that? I like the optimism. But, yeah, it's just because we haven't got out of the first round, but probably going to play Tampa Bay in the first round anyway. Like you said, you've called it a meat grinder uh, in the East. It is insane how tough it's going to be. Clark, I think it was producer Clark sent us that thing yesterday that this could be the first year in NHL history that every team in the East as 100 points or more? Very possible. Meat grinder. Oh, uh, the no. poll question to The poll question today regarding the Winnipeg Jets who lost again, their third in a row. Who's going to coach the Jets next year? We put our heads together to come up with some names, and we put Dave Lowry in there to be nice. We like Dave. I know him personally. I'd like to think he'll have a shot to come back and coach the Jets, but the team didn't turn around when Paul Maurice stepped back on my birthday, December the 16th. So who's going to coach him? And your options are Mike Babcock. I might take that if I'm Babs. That is not, that is not downtown Baghdad. Scorched right. earth. It's, there's some pieces there. There's a lot of pieces there. So anyways, Babs, Dave Lowry, John Tortorella, or other. And this has really got people's juices flowing in Winnipeg. They're writing me going, well, it won't be Tortorella, because if it's Tortorella, then we got to get rid of Pierre-Luc Dubois. They had the falling out in Columbus. Hey, stranger things have happened. Some people can get over things. Mature people can anyways. So maybe those two could get in a room and sort it out. I, I don't know. Obviously, I'm a Mike Babcock fan, personally and professionally. There's other names that could have gone on the poll. Joel Quenville, Dave Tippett. And isn't it interesting, by the way, Gerard Glant was like the furniture in the corner of the room. He was always the guy yeah. when openings came open. Well, lo and behold, the Rangers hire him in their first place in the Metropolitan Division. How about that? Right? How about that? And I wonder if it's, you know, do we got to get a GM first? Is Chevy first on the block or not? But it's a desirable spot because we've talked about needing to blow this up. 
But even if you're going to blow it up in Winnipeg, there are a lot of pieces there that can flip this rebound around, this rebuild around mm-hmm. in a real hurry. I'm not going there with Chevy. I'm not going there. Yeah. The pride of Blaine Lake, Saskatchewan. I'd like to think that they'll keep him. But that's up to the ownership. And do the ownership of the Winnipeg Jets know what they're doing? I don't know about that. I don't know. They've been good since they came back. Yeah, they have. I'm not to say they don't know what they're doing. But they're gonna, that's who's going to have to make the ultimate decision here. Ownership. Uh, Ryan in Saratoga, New York says uh, Rod's back is sore from carrying the traveling show everywhere from Regina to Florida to Calgary and back again. It ain't sore at all, man. Not from that. It's just this chair. Can we get an office place in Calgary well, to bring I, us a new chair? I had a very expensive chair that they gave. I don't want to say anymore. It was from the Sutina First Nation, and they took it back. Uh, <laughs> so. Mm. I'm not that important, which I get. Um, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, according to the Leger poll, the Jets and Bombers were in the top 10 most, uh, most reputable pro sports teams in Canada. Who could argue? That's from Patrolman Pete. See, everybody wants to get to that. Just hang on to your bingo cards before we get to that. We'll get to it here in the warm-up, trust me. Um, rapid fire. I've been watching a lot of the game network. Yeah. Game shows. Love game shows. Who oh, no! It's a Channel 24 here on Shaw Cable. I've been watching a lot of it. So this is like rapid fire. Okay, are you ready? Ding! Playoff matchups in the East. You pick a winner, and I will too. Okay. If the playoffs started today, Florida versus Washington. Florida. Ding! Same here. Tirana versus Tampa Bay. Tirana. I got lightning. <laughs> Carolina versus Boston. Carolina. New York Rangers versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. In the West, Colorado versus Dallas. Colorado. Ding. Minnesota versus St. Louis. St. Louis. The flower plays for Minnesota. Calgary versus Nashville. Calgary. Ding. Edmonton versus L.A. Edmonton. Ding. (laughs) Kind of a fun game, man. Moving forward, I'm going to put the bet regal odds. Pretty good. For our featured games and stuff, because Bet Regal is our daddy, our exclusive betting partner. I just don't have them here for that. Now to the NHL top five and bottom five. Are you ready? Yes. Because it's Wednesday. Here's the NHL top five guys. The number one team of the National Hockey League is the Florida Panthers. Franchise record 116 points. They've won 11 in a row. The best Panthers team ever. That should count for something. The number two team in the NHL is Colorado. The scouts say the most talented team in the NHL, Colorado Avalanche. Number three, the Carolina Hurricanes, the team nobody's talking about, and I'm sure they're happy about that. Number four team in the NHL, the Calgary Flames. Number one in the Pacific. Let's just get to the playoffs already. And the number five team in the NHL is the New York Rangers, still officially your Eastern Conference dark horse. Are you ready for the bottom five, Moose? Yes. You always like, like this. Yeah. 28th team in the NHL is the Chicago Blackhawks, the team nobody's talking about, and they're very happy about that in Chicago. Number 29, the Seattle Kraken. Did we really expect anything else? No. No. Number 30, the Philadelphia Flyers, the third worst team in the NHL. Blow it up. Now, 31st team in the NHL, the Montreal Canadiens. 
Blue Blank Rouge at least carries back. There's some reason for hope. And number 32, the Arizona Coyotes. Not even a good AHL team. It's just, it's just it's, bad. Yeah. Um, flying through a couple more topics, and we'll get to the poll. A low-scoring affair at Fenway Park. Toronto left eight runners on base in a 2-1 loss to the Red Sox. Zach Collins homered for the Blue Jays. Connor Wong drove in the tie-breaking run to the sack fly in the seventh inning. I'm more interested in what Charlie Montoyo said yesterday about COVID and Dunedin. Did you see the quote? Yeah, I did. From the skipper of the Blue Jays, Charlie Montoyo, quote, Rules are rules, and that's why we couldn't play in Toronto for two years. And from experience, nobody gives a spit. Nobody cared about us when we were in Dunedin, unquote. What does he mean? Sammy Cosentino will, I'll get into it with Sammy, okay? Yeah. The Raptors are hoping a return to Scotiabank Arena will help them turn their first round series around against Philadelphia. The 76ers posted two comfortable victories on their home court ahead of tonight's game three. Scotty Barnes doubtful with a left ankle sprain. My favorite Raptor, Gary Trent Jr., is questionable with a non-COVID illness. There you go. Six points. Let's go to the uh, Leger poll because you've all been waiting for it. Can you pop it up on the screen, Clark? This came out last week. People are still talking about it. And I find it very interesting that most reputable pro team in Canada is the Toronto Raptors, which I think says volumes. Number two is the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, It's for reputation within the market. Uh, their performance on the field, their behavior on and off the field, somewhat success. But look at these teams in here, Darren. You got two Calgary teams. The Stamps are number five. The Flames are number seven. Two Winnipeg teams. The Jets are number three. The uh, Bombers are number 10. The Oilers slotted in there at eighth. There's nobody from Ottawa. Nobody. The one thing that surprised a lot of people was that the Montreal Alouettes are the highest-ranked CFL team at number four. But if you've been in Montreal, and I've been there a ton of times, spent a lot of time there, that doesn't surprise me. The Alouettes are a very respected team in the market, always have been. Flames more, uh, sorry, the Stamps more respected in Calgary than the Flames. I don't know. It's a great CFL town. It's not necessarily most loved. It's the most reputable in your own market by your fans. It's a concern to Rough Rider fans, of course, that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are not on this list. For years and years and years, they were number three for merchandise sales in the country. I had the data. I don't anymore. But that's, this times change. A lot of Rider fans were arguing the poll results. You can't argue the poll results. Donald Trump argued the poll results. He didn't win. Sit and wonder why you're not on the list instead of bitching about the list would be my take on that. But you, we, you were gone. You were in Hawaii last week when this came out. So what of this stands out to you? Yeah. Well, there's a lot because when you look at that list, it's branding. It's branding. Yes. And I say branding is your reputation. Yes. And it's not about how many fans you have or how many tickets you sell. It's about when somebody asks you what they think of your organization, the results are on that list. They should have called it the best brand. That's what they should have said. Really? Because, you know, when you look at the, the Raptors. They really should have done that. Yeah, the Raptors just won, right? They're continuing to operate at a very high level, very professional organization. They're doing things the right way. Same with the Blue Jays. A lot of optimism around that team. We like the people in the organization. Merchandise is good. The word on the street, right? 
And even though the Jets are struggling, the reputation is still very strong. You and I were around True North Sports and Entertainment and True North Square and what they did with Dale Howard. They're building. And how Mark Chipman conducts themselves and the staff around there and the new office. They love the owner. The staff right? loves the owner in Winnipeg. That's you walk around there. Yeah, it's a very highly respected organization, even though they're struggling. So you go through that list. It's, that's what it's telling you. Who has the best brand? Who has the best reputation? You. Yeah. You're good, you. <laughs> You're good. It should have said top 10 best brands in Canada, and people would have understood more. Yeah. Because we put it on our Facebook page, and people are like, what does reputable even mean? It's, well, who's got the best reputation? He's not just a pretty face. He just explained it very well. Well, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, this poll seems super vague. What do the results even mean? We just told you. Andrew Stute says it tells you lots about why the Argos are not of interest to people of Toronto. He said, Bomate Rod from Snowy Regina. That's good morning in French. Buenos dias, senor. Come a stop. Um, Cine, Cine Girl says, good morning, Rod, and your beautiful squad. I hope everybody is fabulous. It's a beautiful sunny day here in Pittsburgh. Well, the sun is out here, but it was a snowstorm last night. I'm glad we made it through, Moose. Yeah. And by the way, the movie we went to last night was like Ambulance, it was called. I thought it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But it was nice to get into the theater and have some popcorn and Twizzlers and all the rest. Yeah. Moose, we'll see you in uh, a bit. Sounds good. Sammy Cosentino next. Lots to get through with Sammy. This has been the warm-up. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network across all of Canada and 31 U.S. states. We're also streaming live on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It is the RP Show, aerial coverage provided by our friends at Bronco Plumbing and Heating. Find out all you need to know from them at their website, broncoplumbing.com. We really got people going with the uh, Leger poll, the top most reputable teams in Canada, the top 10. We'll, we got, we'll get to your comments when we come back. Okay, more on that because we're bringing in now our good friend Sam Cosentino from Rogers Sportsnet, the whitest teeth in the broadcasting business. Let's see him, Sammy. How you doing today, man? Yeah, doing uh, well, Roddy. Thanks for having me on. How are you making it? Oh, couldn't be better, man. We're sitting here talking sports. We're in Calgary. It could be warmer for my liking, but uh, I have literally no complaints. Listen, man, I got a lot of things to get to with you, but today you're a busy guy. You wear a lot of hats. What's, what's got you busy today? NHL coverage, CHL coverage, something I haven't even thought of? What's going on in your world? Yeah, so we got the NHL draft rankings, just putting the finishing touches on those. They should be out probably by one thirty-two o'clock. We'll follow that up with a little appearance uh, on Hockey Central tonight um, in preparation for games that are, you know, everyone's gearing up for the playoffs here. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of that going on here today. Love it. Okay, so can am I right in saying this year's draft does not have the sizzle or intrigue of next year's 2023 draft. Would I be correct in saying that? 
Yeah, I, I, I think that's a that's a fair statement. I mean, look no further than Canada's under-18 team. You talk about Connor Bedard, and I know people where you normally hang your hat know, uh, you know, Connor's 50-goal, 100-point season. But there's another player there who plays in Chicago by the name of Adam Fantilli, who I expect to be uh, right in that conversation with Connor when it comes to the 2023 draft, Matt Vemichkov plan in Russia. We don't have any idea how that thing is all going to play itself out. Uh, Dalibor, Dvorsky, Riley, Height, Braden, Jagger. Uh, uh, there's a number of players. Uh, Cam Allen, um, uh, Nolan Ritchie here in, uh, in Ontario. So uh, right across the country, it's a really, really good 2023 draft. So the 2022s don't have the same sizzle for sure. Uh, but it should still be an interesting time based on the number of teams that are going to have multiple picks and, you know, uh, some of the uncertainty that's been uh, surrounding this draft class due to the pandemic. Sammy, I'm going to get to the Blue Jays, uh, and I want to ask you about the Leafs too, but our viewers, we're in Western Canada, and a lot of people tell me they watch for the junior hockey coverage. They love it, right, on Game Plus TV and YouTube. We don't talk as much OHL as I would like or that we should. So do you have a prediction for a league final there and who's going to be advancing to St. John in the Memorial Cup? Well, I think Hamilton's the team that I have uh, as the favorite. They went out and acquired Mason McTavish uh, amongst a couple of other deals that general manager uh, Steve Seos was, was able to, to make uh, you know, at, the, at the deadline. And it's pretty interesting because Mason McTavish, knowing that he's probably only going to be there for a very short run, similar to, to Robert Thomas, now with the St. Louis Blues, uh, when Hamilton went to the Memorial Cup back in, in 2019, or 2018 rather. So uh, I have them as my favorite coming out of the Ontario Hockey League in terms of um, you know the teams that will be facing them in the West. London is always in the conversation. Flint has had a real resurgent um, you know, second half. Um, Sault Ste. Marie seems to always kind of have a, its say in matters as well, but I'm looking at... Uh, you know, a, a likely OHL champion that would uh, involve the Hamilton Bulldogs. Did you, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but did you take in the outdoor game in the Hammer, the OHL game there? I, Who they have, Mississauga? Yeah, I did. I, I'd never been to Tim Hortons Field before, so what a beautiful, beautiful barn. Uh, if you want to call it that, but they did such an amazing job there. So this was the day after, uh, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs had played there against Buffalo. And so they, they kind of curtained off the top part of the stadium and still were able to fit uh, 13,000 people in there for the OHL game. So uh, great job of Michael Anlauer, who's the, the owner of the Hamilton Bulldogs. He's got a small piece of the Montreal Canadiens as well. He worked hard in a short period of time with the National Hockey League to, to make this thing all come together. Um, and that game between Hamilton and Osha was was awesome uh, experience for all those who were able to, to play, participate, and, and for the fans as well. It was a lot warmer than, than what the NHL game had to offer, that's for sure. To the Leafs, and I was mentioning last segment that a friend of mine in Florida, who's a Leafs fan, said that he's excited that the team's playing a better team game and scoring more goals because they know that their goaltending isn't adequate. And I thought, isn't that an interesting way to look at things? Not really a recipe, I don't think, to win a Stanley Cup. But how do you feel about it? Well, but they got their 100 points, man. I guess it, they don't ask, what do they say? How many? Not how? Whatever. How do you feel about this team yeah. heading into the Stanley Cup playoff? <laughs> well, they're a really, really good offensive team. They're a fun team to watch. They play a puck possession style of game, so that oftentimes means a lot of regroups, either in neutral ice or all the way back into their, to their own end in order to maintain possession, be it through a line change or or something that the opponent throws at them defensively that they simply don't like. So 
When you're looking at an Austin Matthews who's been out of the lineup here for a couple of games but still will likely have the opportunity to put up 60 goals, that's only been done maybe 20 times in the history of the league. Think about Mitch Marner as maybe the elite playmaker in the game. Him and, and probably Jonathan Huberto would be the two guys you'd, you'd think about for that title. Um, and, and then you look at the improvements uh, on D. Jake Muslin's back in the lineup. That should help. Morgan Riley's been a stalwart back there. The addition of Mark Giordano has helped uh, add some of that experience um, You know, uh, with an old teammate in TJ Brody. So I, I feel like they're improved on the back. The goaltending situation is interesting. I mean, you know, Jack Campbell was out there with Ribbish. He's come back. He's played kind of back and forth with, with Shalgren. Peter Morazic looked like he's out of the picture maybe until the middle of May if, if the Toronto Maple Leafs make it that far. But in terms of Jack Campbell, if they can find the November Jack Campbell, this might be a team that finally gets over the hump of, of winning round one. But it's going to be largely dependent, I believe, on the goaltending situation, which is a little bit in flux, as your friend in Florida says right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Corey Patterson's his name, by the way, former 50-goal man with the Regina Pats in 1988. Sizzler went down to Tallahassee and, uh, and never left. You know, Sammy, our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is who will coach the Winnipeg Jets next year? And we've put Dave Lowry in the poll. I don't really expect it will be him, but we've also got John Tortorella, Mike Babcock, or other. And I just wonder if you would in, be interested in throwing your, your hat in the ring the Jets were officially eliminated last night. So much was expected of them this year, and none of it came to fruition. Coaching change, what do you see ahead for that team on the bench? Yeah, well, I mean, probably a departure from from the Paul Maurice era. So you're looking at uh, whether it's Huddy back there, or Jamie Compton, or even Dave Lauer for that matter. I, I just don't know if Dave was put in a proper situation to be able to kind of carry this thing forward. It's, you know, sprung upon you at the last minute, which a lot of mid-season coaching changes are. Um, but in the midst of, of a lot of little dramas that happened throughout the course of the year with this Winnipeg team, whether it was, uh, you know, Hellebuck going through a dip, you know, uh, late in 2021, whether it was Shifley and Wheeler and their inability to get going thanks to, to COVID, you know, in the early part of the season, whether it was, you know, Paul Maurice uh, leaving unexpectedly, whether it was the, the impact of Kevin Sheveldayoff and his association with the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, you know, a blizzard in April, all of these kind of little dramas that, that snuck up throughout the year with the Winnipeg Jets. So getting back to the coaching question, I think Dave would probably be uh, getting some consideration there. Um, but you'd have to think that they're going to look outside the organization. Who would that be? Man, I don't know if, if Babcock is the type of guy, if, if Winnipeg is really that kind of lightning bolt team. Uh, you know, to, to create that kind of stir and, and maybe controversy by bringing back someone like Babcock. I think the interesting story will be to watch to see what coaches end up losing their jobs as a result of, uh, you know, what happens towards the end of the season. But Rick Tockett's a guy who's been out there, um, you know, obviously plenty of experience there, a guy who played the game in, in hard fashion, a guy who's had some success as a head coach. So I think that would be a name that you'd have to throw into the ring there. But I honestly think, Roddy, that they probably need, more than anything, some sort of shakeup on the ice. Uh, Kyle Connor, outstanding year. Ehlers, when he's been healthy, has been brilliant. But I think one of the big two, if not both of them, between Wheeler and Shifley, I think a change in direction with one of those two, if not both of those players, might be the thing that, that Winnipeg needs most. Great comment. By the way, to our initial... 
topics. CHL top 10 rankings coming out today. Hamilton Bulldogs number one. Winnipeg Ice number two. Edmonton Oil Kings number three. Quebec Rampart number four. Somehow the Regina Pats did not make this list, but um, maybe next year. Sammy, the Blue Jays. Uh, what did you think about Charlie Montoyo's quote yesterday about the rules are the rules and nobody gave a crap about us in Dunedin? Uh, were you following that? I, to be honest with you, it wasn't. I worked last night in our studio with the Calgary and Vancouver games. So we had kind of one eye on, on the Blue Jays, but I did not see those post-game comments, so I apologize for that. But uh, down at the ballpark no. last Friday. Uh, it was before the game. And um, here, here, this was the quote about players not being able to play in Canada that are not vaccinated. Charlie says, rules are yeah. rules, and that's why we couldn't play in Toronto for two years. And from experience, nobody gives up spit. Nobody cared about us when we were in Dunedin. Uh, maybe you don't have yeah. thoughts on that, but how do you feel about this first place Blue Jays team and uh, and and their skipper? Well, it's a, that's entirely a fair comment. I mean, this team had to play in Buffalo, and I had to play in Dunedin, and then finally gets an opportunity to play in Toronto. So they were completely disadvantaged by that same government that's not allowing players to, to cross the border um, here. So listen, it, it is what it is, right? That that's simply the case. The, the game is going to go on whether the Boston Red Sox can bring their full complement or not. Um, I don't think uh, from a government perspective that they're doing it to help the Blue Jays. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, it just happens to be you know one of the benefits, I suppose. Uh, but look, we're going through a lot with this next wave. And maybe it's not having the type of impact as what we saw earlier on in terms of deaths and hospitalizations and ICU, you know, becoming overcrowded, but it's still a thing and it's still something to be concerned about. And no one really knows how they're going to react if they get this thing. So if you can limit it by people who would be, you know, uh, uh, imparting themselves into the downtown core, going out to restaurants, bars, whatever the case might be, that might be, uh, you know, unvaccinated or or carrying, uh, you know, the disease. I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with Charlie's comments. I don't have a problem with where we are in terms of the government's rules right now. Of course, everyone wants to see it get back to normal, but what is our new normal going to look like? But uh, I'm kind of glad it's helping the Jays, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They might not even need the help, but they'll take it. What a team. Sammy, always great seeing you, my man, and chatting with you. We're watching all the time. Keep it up, and uh, hopefully we can do it again soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Roddy. Good chatting with you. Take care. Our good buddy Sam Costantino from Sportsnet checking in from Tirana. Hey, we got a contest we're running. Uh, if you like the flow of the hosts here on the RP Show, and if you're looking for just the right hair product, I'm telling you, men, Tough Tribe for Men is what you want. It contains aloe vera, botanicals, and antioxidants, traditionally known for their scalp and hair benefits. We love our men. Welcome to the Tough Tribe. It's available today at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four, toughtribeformen.com. Amazon Canada, and coming soon to a salon near you. Or, this is a week-long contest. I thought it was just one day. Text Tough Tribe to our number. It's right on the screen, 902-518-3033. And we will randomly select a winner and be sending out a prize package to you. I'm going to tell you again, I think the bottles are like a liter Shampoo, conditioner, they smell like peppermint. And this pomade, hair pomade, I didn't even know what pomade was until we got into bed with Tough Tribe. And now I can't live without it. I'm not joking.
Some of our viewers have purchased it. They've got one of these welcome packages. It will last you at least six months, maybe a year. Here's your chance to win it for free. Just text Tough Tribe 902-518-3033. We'll be awarding two. We got a break. I was going to get into a uh, sports break, but we'll do that after this. We'll be right back. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It is the RP Show coming to you live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Got some exciting shows coming up, as you all know. There's a contest, by the way, Moose. You come down and you have the buffet at the Great Eagle, Calgary's greatest buffet. You'll get two. The Moose is here. We can bring him in. You get two entry forms for yeah. Buddy Guy tickets. I know. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Pretty good. Buddy Guy, how April 30th, here in, the, here in the event center. So you can go and get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.ca. We got the, what do we got here? Billy Talent coming up Friday, May 2nd. You've got the Beach Boys, and I think we're going to be here. Yeah. On my brother's birthday, July 28th for the Beach Boys. I can't wait. So Benny Hebert, the guy's got, leads the league in nicknames. Meat, Pipes. You, somebody, else, somebody else wrote, he's here, so he's going to be in, in the next segment. But Moose, we got, uh, we got him going with that top 10 most reputable sports franchise poll from the Leger poll. Yeah. And I should have known it was a hot-button topic. That's why I'm like, we could sit here and talk about who's going to coach the Jets till the cows come home or talk about playoff matchups. But, Clark, can you throw it on again for those that just turned on their television sets? Uh, this is the Leger poll that came out about 10 days ago. I'm sorry. To... Here it is. The 10 most reputable professional sports teams in Canada. For those that are listening to the podcast and can't see this, number one, Raptors. Number two, Blue Jays. Number three, Winnipeg Jets. Number four, Montreal Alouettes. Number five, Calgary Stampeders. Number six, Toronto Maple Leafs. Number seven, Calgary Flames. Number eight, Edmonton Oilers. Number nine, Vancouver Canucks. And number 10, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Two Calgary teams in the poll. Two Winnipeg teams in the poll. Results, no Ottawa teams. At all. Not Senators, not Red Blacks, no Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And if you really want to sit, we're talking Canadian pro sports. You got NHL, NBA, CFL, no CEBL, no CPL. Do you know what I mean? Like No MLS. No MLS. So the, the biggest shock for me is Vancouver. And, you know, and, and again, I haven't spent enough time in that market lately in the last year. But, you know, the Canucks have a better reputation in that city than the Vancouver Whitecaps do. I know they haven't been winning the Whitecaps, but, you know, in terms of reputation and brand. And I thought we were worried in Vancouver that they were mismanaging the team and that the GM had to go and, the, you know. Well, they've been crappy and never won a Stanley Cup, so. Yeah, but the reputation remains strong in that community. Right. So, you know, that's what it tells you. Reputation for me equals brand. Your brand is your reputation. Marketing is putting that reputation in front of a lot of people. They should have said top 10 best brands in Canadian sports, and people would have understood a little more. But you don't see the Montreal Canadiens on that top 10 list. And when you think about it, they've taken a beating in the last couple of years. And, hey, they went to the Stanley Cup final last year. But it's been all downhill ever since. In the first round, they selected a player that was accused of sexual, what was the interference, I think, was the charge. Right. 
Um, and then they were forced to apologize for that. They fired a GM. They fired a coach. So they, it was a steep and fast drop for the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Dominic and they did Ducharme. it all to themselves. Dominic Ducharme takes them to the cup, gets the job, then gets fired. <laughs> reputation. Yeah. Reputation. It makes it look like they don't know what they're doing. Right. Right. So a lady wrote in, Sandra, she's watching right now in Saskatoon on Game Plus TV, and she said only 31,000 people were polled. Only? That's a lot of people, don't you think? I mean... 31,000 to poll, tabulate all that? Well, the poll companies, I'm sure, again, if they've been around for a while and, and have had any sort of success, they would have polled hundreds of thousands of people at some point and then also polled 30,000 or tens of thousands and polled hundreds and figured out that 31,000 gives them as accurate of results as polling 250,000. You know what I'm saying? To scale. They, um, would know, they would know what number is their sweet spot. I'm familiar with how it works. Um, John Ohm, watching in Winnipeg, says, their meaning of reputable is brand. See, these are for the people that weren't watching earlier. We covered this earlier, and I knew it would be a hot-button topic. Um... From Tyler Hamill, he's watching on YouTube, and he says, The St. Louis Blues win song is Fun, Fun, Fun by the Beach Boys. Are, she, are you sure it's not We'll Have Fun, Fun, Fun till Daddy takes the T-Bird away? Because I don't think it's called Fun, Fun, Fun. That's probably the song, but they have, the song's 50 years old. Or more. Yeah. We'll have fun, fun, fun. You know, yeah, I know, of course. And for a second, I thought, what about Gloria? Gloria. Remember that, that whole? St. Louis Blues. He said the St. Yeah. Louis Blues. But the wind song is the Beach Boys. Uh, the goal song, I think, is still Gloria. Remember when they brought the Stanley Cup? Were you at the game when they, the I, three Blues from Saskatchewan brought the Stanley Cup to Mosaic Stadium, and it was yeah. amazing? It was really great. I was at the tailgate. I wasn't at the game. Okay. We did the tailgate party. I was there for that. Well, it's funny because the Blues called me and said, who do we talk to with the Rough Riders to get this Stanley Cup in? And gave them some names, and away they go. And it was, how, how are they going to do it? Because my idea was the riders come out of the tunnel, bring them out, bring them out. One of the most famous intros in sports, as far as I'm concerned. And then have those three guys, Shen, Bozak, and uh, Schwartz, coming out with a cup over their head. No, 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 that wasn't good enough, because I'm an idiot. So they did it in a TV timeout, and it was just as good. I think what it was, they came out in their blues jerseys. Yeah. With the cup, and then they ripped him off, and they had rider jerseys underneath. And it was pretty cool. But the sucky thing about that was it was in a TV timeout. It, nobody saw it live on television. Right. Yeah, and that's the disappointing part. You want to show that off to the world. I think the so. Stanley Cup is at your game, right? And, you know, that brand association between the NHL and the CFL can be, can be strong, right? But now you don't see that across the country. No, it was. At one time, I don't know. I don't think it is anymore. Dan in Winnipeg's watching. He says, Rod, do you think the Golden Knights will pick up Carey Price next year? Nope. I love Carey Price, and the Vegas Golden Knights are my team. But I think that the Golden Knights are over overpriced Quebec goalies. Even though Carey Price is from Anaheim, like British Columbia. I don't think Kerry plays anywhere but Montreal, do you? Ever? I'd, I would have a tough time believing it, but who knows? He'd have to go somewhere with a lot of cap space, right? which is not Vegas. $10.5 million. It's not Unless Vegas. Unless the Habs kept half of it, Unless, which they might. Right. Pay some of the salary, but they can't keep the cap hit, can they? 
No, and incidentally, maybe that would be, Dan, it's a great question, but maybe that would be a really good question for down the line. We should ask the Quebec people watching on East Link Cable or Rogers Cable or Videotron right now. Knuckles Nylon watches us every day in his living room. Like, uh, has, hang yeah. on. Carey Price's stock has never been higher. He's got his act together. He's sober, having gone through rehabilitation for substance use disorder. He admitted it, not me. And the team went from first to last. <laughs> so, without him, his stock has never been higher. And there's a real case to be made that he might be, his best years might be ahead of him. Yet, why would you trade him? Martin St. Louis seems to have a little bit of a magic touch around there. He's got things going okay. I mean, they're not winning Maybe. enough, but now you bring Carey Price back and you make one or two moves. Those young core starts to get a year older. They could be pretty good again soon, but yeah, I don't know. The other one is that's just off the wall. If you want an off the wall kind of thought is the only place that would take the cap, it would be somewhere like Arizona and they would have to do something wild. And in, what would be the point in free agency or in the, you know, somewhere to get a player or two that gives them a chance to contend, but. Comment of the day, local Habs fan Andrew Stute says, I think that most teams have trouble with goaltending, so why would they let a good goaltender go? He's a building block of your organization. When we talk about the Winnipeg Jets, I was looking at their numbers today, and of all the teams that are just on the cusp of the playoffs and they were officially eliminated last night, they've let in the most goals like any team in, around that hovering around the wildcard window of 248 goals with a Vezina goalie. Mm -hmm. That tells you how crappy they are at playing defense. Kyle Connor's got 85 points. I don't care. They don't back check. Okay, Moose. I'll see you next hour, okay? <laughs> uh, rant off. Ben Hebert will join us here in the Gray Eagle next. You're watching the RP show. The uh, Raj rant for Bronco Plumbing and Heating. Give him a follow on social media at Bronco Plumbing. You're watching on Game Plus, live streaming on YouTube, and of course, you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Yes, snow still on the ground here in the gateway to the foothills, the beautiful Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination as we roll on. This next guy, longtime friend of ours, and he's been good enough to not only come early, but he's going to stay on for a couple of segments. This is a brief one, Benny, but the next one will be much longer as we open hour two. Ben Hebert from Team Botcher joining us here at the Gray Eagle. I'm not used to it. Are you used to Team Botcher? No, not yet. <laughs> no, you wouldn't no, be. No, not not yet. But uh, but really excited to get going. I mean, just a great opportunity for me to get on a team with some good young guys. You know, winning guys that really know the know what the deal is and how to win championships, and want to surround myself with those guys. And you know, as much as I think I can help them, uh, teach them some stuff. You know, I'm uh, my eyes are wide open to learn from a lot of champions on that team. So I'm Jack. Well, for our viewers across Canada and Game Plus and in the states as well on Game <clears> Plus. Olympic gold medalist curler here. You've curled with greatest of the great. Kevin Martin just left Team Cooey. Best friends with Bo Levi Mitchell. 
one half of the uh, Benny and Bo podcast. We'll get into all of that next hour. We don't have a lot of time here, but I went right, I jumped right, right into the deep end, Benny, that you switched teams here. And what a fast transition from the briar to the slam. Boom. No waiting. Yeah. That was more of a business play, right? Obviously, when you start the new curling teams, we don't have GMs. We don't have owners. You know, we don't have coaches and stuff like that. So we know it takes a little bit. The logistics of running a new curling team out of the gates when you're doing it by yourself, you know, getting your business going, getting your sponsors going, clothing, schedule, who you're going to use for everything, social media, you know, the new, the new world we live yep. in now. So we just wanted to get ahead of it. You know, we actually have one last event in a couple of weeks with our, with our current teams with Team Cooey and, and the guys in Olds, Alberta, just a cash spiel to finish it out. And, you know, we're all mature adults. We understand the situation that we're all kind of making our own new, <clears throat> new, new lanes for, you know, different, different reasons. But uh, I think everybody's excited for a fresh start. It's been a long time with the same guys. But, um, yeah, we just wanted to get out there and, you know, make, make a little noise, get some splash going on social and let everyone know what's happening. So. Well, you got it, but I just, you're, and you're smiling here and you're acting like it's no big deal. And I just wonder, is it really no big deal? Because you know, the molding botcher stuff kind of hung over the briar and, and all the rest. It's, is it as smooth as you're making it seem? Well, it's smooth for us. I mean, you know yeah. how it is. I mean, I mean, I will say, you know, there's, there was a lot of teams out there that were looking to make moves. And I know there was one team that got to pick and pick their guys at, at each position of the first, the first choice of every player. That's pretty cool. And I like to be on that team. You're on that team? I'm on that yeah. team. So, you know, and then, then there was a whole bunch of, uh, you know, chips that fell. And still lots of good talent and lots of players out there. But if we got to pick one team in each player at each position, you know, I'm, uh, I'm pretty grateful, especially playing lead. You know, there's probably a lot of good leads I could have snagged. But, you know, I got the second and third and skip that I wanted. And being all here in Alberta to be able to practice and train is key. I think the one thing for us, you know, any Canadian curling team now is we used, when I played with Kevin Martin, when I first started playing with Cooey, if you had the best curling team in Canada, you were the best curling team in the world. And that's not the case anymore. You know, if you want to build the best team in the world, you got to build the best team in the world. Because mm -hmm. building the best team in Canada isn't that anymore. Sweden and Scotland have surpassed that, the training and the stuff that they put in. So we're going to try to do that with this team and see what we can do. It's amazing because Catriona LeMaidon sat in that chair and just said, speed skating. She goes, if I lived in Holland, I would be the Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> You know what I mean? We just think as we're Canada, we're number one, and you don't realize the rest of the world's playing catch-up and passing you in some sports, right? Yeah, I mean, the depth, though, in curling, the depth of the men's and the women's game here, we dominate by very, a mile. Right. But if they're going to take their four very, very best curlers, put all their money into four of them, training, gym, ice, practice, travel, they're going to pass you eventually. Canada held on for a long time. Our association didn't change or do anything different because they didn't have to. We were still winning. But we're not anymore. So, you know, a little reactive, but uh, everybody's on board with it now. And you see all the teams, you know, trying to get the best players possible, regardless of where they live and doing the things. And, you know, you can have as much talent as you want. You got to mesh as a team and gel and you got to work hard. And I think my team has the first part of it. We're, we're going to have a lot of work to do to be great, but we have a chance. This is the appetizer. The main course is coming up after this <laughs> break. Why can't Saskatchewan win a briar? We're going to get into it all. Some CFL talk with Benny. Stick around, everybody, uh, right after this on Game Plus TV. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.